I don't know if we would have got this far had we well, not. Let's had be real. <laughs> we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't be on this Zoom call today if it wasn't for Alexis. <laughs> no, sh- kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We've been podcasting for how many years and we couldn't get our speaker and mic to work. <laughs> oh, but that happens, you know, and I think with a good podcast manager, you have that extra guidance that you don't really realize comes in handy. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman. I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. And we are excited today to talk about a few things. But one thing in particular is for all of you who are considering starting a podcast, starting your own podcast, or are have started a podcast, but it's not really taking off anywhere. And Christy, I mean, how fun has it been for us to start you this think podcast? About, think about when we started. It was, was it 2020? 21, 21, when we started and we were diving in to all the research on Google, which can be just like this Pandora's box of information. And we were kind of overwhelmed with what it looked like, but we were pretty committed to doing the podcast, but just knowing and having someone that was specialized in it, that could help us with all the tools that helps to make your podcast successful. We really didn't come in to get that into our world for probably a few months. Yeah. For sure. Which is so crazy. That was COVID. We both had the idea during COVID and we both said, God, we want to start a podcast. We wish we would have started it actually in 20 when we had more downtime, right? Or home time. Yeah. But then we got the idea and it kicked off in 21, which was so great. But I am a huge listener of podcasts. And just to kind of go over some stats that I just recently saw, they're all over the place because I guess it's really hard to navigate at one at one time right now they're saying there's about 4 million podcasts another source is saying there's about 3 million podcasts so that's a lot of podcasts going on out there but i think it is such a great way instead of buying a book which i love to read but you can if you're looking for i need medical i want to hear this about medical advice or fitness or aging parents like you can find anything anywhere. (laughs) And it's just a great platform. It is. To get your message out for anybody that's looking to build their business, to do something different in 24. We think that podcasting is a great platform to just get your message out and bring more people to who you are and what you're doing. And so we're excited because we have our very own podcast manager, Alexis Archuleta, who started with us, was back in 21, maybe was mid year towards the end of the year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We waited a whole year and we could not be doing this without her. She has been a game changer for everything from the reels that we create with social media, the editing, the show notes, everything that we have needed support with because of our personal time constraints. So we're going to introduce Alexis Archuleta and she's going to go through 
all things podcasting, how to make it simple, how you can start and launch your podcast if it's something that you're looking at. Alexis, welcome. Welcome. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous to be on this side. (laughs) (laughs) Have you, you've been on a podcast, haven't you? Once before. I think I actively just try to avoid them because it's, it's nerve wracking. What you guys do is it isn't easy, you know, it it takes some time. And so, yeah, I totally, I feel how you feel for anyone who is nervous to get on a podcast. It's completely normal, but that's how I'm feeling right now. You make it sound so good. You do such (laughs) a great job. You're like, well, we're going to edit out all those ums. We're going to edit out all those. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I do that. Yeah. The key is to make it natural. Some swear words. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Tell us how you got started, Alexis. Give us your background. Sure. So I am a former TV news producer. I worked as a producer a little bit in Texas and then again in New Mexico. Didn't take me long to realize it wasn't for me. So I decided I'm going to do a backpacking trip that's going to be like six months turned into two years. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want to just continue to travel. So in my travels, I started to see people working remotely and I was like, wow, how do these people do that? Like, that's that's so cool. How can I do that as well? So I can continue to travel and, and work. And during 2020, I ended up taking a virtual assistant course. So I was doing all content, blog writing, video editing, podcast editing, social media, but didn't take me long to realize that that was a lot for one person. So I decided I just want to niche down into podcasting and kind of offer that as a service. And of course, 2020 just happened to work out where the world shut down and the freelancing space really blew up. So it it was kind of good timing in that way for me to start the business there and continue. And from there, I've just been really focusing on that and trying to get back into traveling has been hard trying to do that. But yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a good balance and working with clients who also prioritize balance of work and life is, is super important for me too. So yeah, that's kind of where where I'm at now. Still still working, going on four years in March or May. One of the oh my M's. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Well, yeah. Alexis, I, for our all our listeners out there, and I know, I mean, I know so many people, Christy and I know so many people who have kind of hobby podcast, but there's a lot of passion behind wanting to start a podcast. But let's talk about somebody who's just thinking about the idea. Where do they even start? And what is the information they should start with? So I think the important thing to consider when you're starting a podcast is how dedicated are you going to be? Because if you like the idea of starting a podcast and you might record here and there, you may not see the results that you want to see. So I do think taking it seriously is important to consider. But as far as what you need to get started, it doesn't take much. I mean, especially when you start out, you don't need a massive budget. A lot of people think, you know, maybe I need all the things. I want to sound amazing. And and yes, this is true, but you don't need a massive budget to get started. You can start with a simple mic, which is important. I think getting a microphone is definitely important. There are different budget mics that you can start with. And of course, you would need a host platform. So where is your podcast going to live? 
that's something that needs to be considered as well. And then are you going to be recording solo? Are you going to be recording guests? So that's another another factor to consider because then if you will be recording with guests, you will need um, video recording software like Zoom or Riverside or whatever it is. And then another thing that most people don't think about is an audio interface, which if you are using Zoom and you're starting out on a budget, you can go with just using Zoom, but having an audio interface gives you a little bit more crispy audio, for lack of a better word. That's something too that you can start with and they're portable and you can take them on the go. Those are the most important parts that you'll need, especially starting out. Just a microphone, an audio interface if you have them, some sort of recording software, and of course, an editing software so that you can edit your episodes together. Something as simple as Audacity or GarageBand do the job. <laughs> well, we we went the garage band route and it was hard. <laughs> that was, that but was what I want to say to all our listeners too, we'll have a, in all the show notes, we'll have a list of recommendations from you because I'm sure people would like specifics like, okay, well, what kind of mic in what price range should I go with? And so we'll have that. But I, I think you said something that is great. It's not that expensive to start. Christy and I kind of went a little, <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> But also, I think it's having the goal in mind of what do you really want? Because if you are you trying to grow a business or is this just a hobby with some friends? What are you trying to to do? What's is, the end goal? Yeah, what's the end goal really helps determine where you're going to spend, right? Right. That's so true. And the thing is, too, is like, I understand, especially if you are prioritizing quality, then yes, you know, and if you have the budget, I would suggest getting a better mic. In fact, I do have a... I call it my pod launch checklist freebie. And it just has a list of all of the gear, my software recommendations, things you need to launch a podcast that you can download for free. And we can share that link in the show notes. But yeah, it has all the links to the microphones that I recommend within different budgets. And you can kind of take a look at that. But yeah, it is important to know what your goal is because you don't want to just kind of wing it. I mean, especially if you want to take this seriously, if you want to be taken seriously as a podcaster, you do need to have some sort of plan. It's not really a, I'll figure it out on the spot type thing. Well, and it's, it gets overwhelming. I remember when we were doing the research and there was so much information about the launching piece and what needs to happen so that you can have an initial successful launch and all the things that go into that. And it's not just recording the episode, but, you know, recording the episodes and having four to six of them up front, I know, was a, was a priority. And then doing all of the teasers to get your podcast out there so when it does launch that you have the audience that's, that is aware of it. What would you say is a good plan for that idea to launch timeframe? So when I work with clients, I usually give about six to eight weeks for launching a podcast. And usually within the six to eight weeks, we will well, we'll first start with an onboarding call, just kind of come up with a plan of how we are going to launch, when episodes need to be recorded, when they need to be shared with me so that I could then edit them and then have them scheduled in time. So within that six to eight week period, it kind of gives us some wiggle room, you know, just in case life happens, you know, something comes up and the recording falls through, or maybe if you are recording with a guest and they cancel and need to reschedule, all of those things are taken into consideration. But within that period of time, we're recording three episodes to launch with because three episodes gives listeners a chance to binge listen right when you launch your podcast and kind of put you on the map. Those episodes are cornerstone topics of what your podcast will be about. 
what people can expect from you, things like that. And then, yeah, like you said, Christy, we also have to think of how we're going to promote those things. So while you're recording, I will usually take little snippets of the episode and turn those into audiograms where maybe there's a static image and then a waveform of you speaking and uh, we'll tease to the episode. Or some people like to do reels with videos and I'll take snippets of videos and put that into reels formats and then promote the podcast that way. So during that six to eight week period, we're getting all of these moving parts together, including things like your cover art. What's your image going to look like when people are searching for you on Apple or Spotify? You know, we don't want it to be slapped together. We want to have some sort of clarity and for people to get an idea of what your podcast is going to be about. And some other things that we keep in mind are music. We need to find the music that we're going to use in your intro and outro, your show description, like a three to five sentence summary of what your podcast is going to be about, when people can expect new episodes from you. And then we have to also record your formal intro and outro that we're going to use with every episode moving forward giving a little bit of summary of, okay, this is what our podcast is about. These are who our hosts are, what makes them credible. And then in your outro, you include things like a call to action. Where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Leave a five-star review. It's all these different parts that people don't realize are involved when launching a podcast until they're in it themselves. And they're like, holy crap, this is a lot. How the heck do I take this on? And so just tackling each task weeks at a time, it makes it more digestible for you. And so you're not trying to tackle it all at once. It doesn't have to be in one go. You can take the time that you need to get everything set up on the back end. You even have to submit the podcast to Apple and Spotify so that you show up. And yeah, that that's everything that we're doing within that six to eight week period. At least for me, that's how long it takes with my clients. Well, and the benefit of a podcast manager, I would say, and Deanne and I for both of us, because we're so busy, we both have other careers. And this is something that we, we've been super passionate about. And it has shifted over the years and how much time we can allocate to it. But I remember those beginning months, and it was overwhelming. There was so much coming at us. But we did have, I think I want to say we had like a six to eight week, maybe it was 12, where we we did time slot how much we were doing, which kind of minimized some of that. But then having a manager help us organize and structure and talk us through the things that we had created and maybe were not going to be something we would that made sense for us. All of that helped us to really get this launched. Yeah, for sure. And I would say, Alexis, I'm so glad you brought that up because we all have our strengths and talents. And when it comes to podcasting, it's no different. And technically, that's why GarageBand, I think, was so frustrating for us. It's not necessarily that simple. And then if you're trying to edit your own podcast, I would say the biggest benefit is, I mean, Alexis, you've been a godsend because you are so organized and so talented. You know everything of what we need to do where it's not our primary business and we're not in it every day. We don't know what's changed, what's what's not changed. So, I mean, I think from Christy and I's viewpoint, I don't know if we would have got this far had we well, not. Let's be real. We wouldn't have been, we wouldn't be on this Zoom call today if it wasn't for Alexis. <laughs> no, <sh> kidding. <laughs> We've been podcasting for how many years and we couldn't get our speaker and mic to work. <laughs> oh, but that happens, you know, and I think with a good podcast manager, you have that extra guidance that you don't really realize comes in handy. Because also, too, I don't know if this was something that you ladies had also thought about, but 
there's a difference between having a podcast editor and a podcast manager. You know, a podcast editor is just going to edit the episode. That's it. You record, you have to plan all the things, you have to organize all your things. You got to brainstorm what you're going to come up with. You do that yourself and then you give it to the editor and they edit it and that's it. Whereas a podcast manager takes on a little bit more of the coaching, I guess you can say. They guide you through the different processes. They will give you some feedback. They will sit down every month, quarter, year for a strategy call. They're editing the podcast. And so there's a lot more moving parts as a podcast manager that if that's something that you need, they are there for. If you just need an editor, then there's an editor too. But I think knowing what you need or want is also really important when you go to hire somebody for help. A podcast manager also knows your style, what your goal is, the feel of your show. And there are times when you know, because you know us, um, you know what we're trying to accomplish and what our audience that we're trying to reach. And so you have such a good feel. That is a huge, a huge part to talk about. Would you also say, I think about when we shifted to this place and you and I were doing our social media, we were coordinating our guests. We had a calendar. We were finding our guests. There was so much that was involved and it became a little bit much for us, which is why we had to do this shift. And so bringing Alexis in and you have levels to packages that you can do to your point, Alexis, where you talk about whether it's just editing or it's overall management. And you really took the heavy lifting off of what we were doing so that we could focus on the recording, focus on the content. And then you really designed and helped us create where we are today. Definitely. And I think that most people, when they are looking to hire help, the first thing they're thinking about is like, dang, this is not where I want to put my money. But if you can kind of rewire your brain into thinking, okay, well, this is an investment in the podcast. Again, it depends on how serious you want to take the podcast. If you just want to kind of DIY it, then you're going to have a DIY product. Whereas if you're hiring help, you know, you're going to have more up-leveled more professional work. And so it really just depends on what you're looking for. And yeah, podcast manager, they're really invested in your podcast. They really know what you are looking for, what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, when they're working, doing their own thing, if they see another podcast guest that they're like, oh, this would be great for Christine Deanna, you know, they'd save that and be like, hey, here's this person. You know, they, you're constantly on their mind. Whereas a podcast editor, they're doing the thing. They're editing and then that's it. Podcast manager is a little bit more invested, more involved in the podcast. So I'd like to ask at this point too, being this is what you do every day, what do you see coming down the pipeline? What do you foresee in the podcast world? Is there anything that people should know about like competition or where do they want to be the most? What platform? As far as platform goes, the one that I recommend right now is Buzzsprout. For a while, I was recommending Libsyn. Um, I know we use Captivate, which is also really great. So there really isn't a one size fits all type thing. It it really is whatever you prefer. Now, if you go with one and you're like, I don't like it, well, then we can switch it. But I mean, I don't recommend switching it every other, (laughs) every other season or or whatever it is. But as far as the platform goes, it's kind of just pick one and then kind of go with it. As far as competition, the podcasting space is growing. And yes, there is many podcasts who have the same sort of topics and the same type of content and all the things. But there is still room for you if you want to be a podcaster. And that's because nobody 
else is you. You are your own unique person. You are your own unique host. You have your own thoughts and your own opinions. You have your own personality and nobody can be like you. So yes, if you're jumping into a podcast niche that seems to be very popular, it's okay because some people are going to gravitate more toward you than they would the next person. I say go for it if you're thinking about it. With all of your clientele and your experience over the last few years, do you have a story of the host that was using it as a platform to build a business or even if it's just to share a message and their success story and what you've seen that growth do? And you don't have to say it's Deanna and I. <laughs> but give us give us an example if you can and go ahead and plug them. We're totally fine with that. Okay. I'll give you an example of a client I work with who she started her podcast as a hobby, but on the side, she had her own business. She had her own fitness business. She actually is a bodybuilding coach. And so she started her own fitness gym, started training women and just started the podcast for fun. She's been doing it, I think now though, for two years and she's been committed. I mean, she's been putting out two episodes a week for the last... Oh, wow two years. So she was just loving, loving the podcasting space and just continue to put out content, providing value, which is very important. And she says now that her podcast brings business into her gym because she's sharing all of this value on fitness and health and nutrition that she's established an authority in that space. Her value that she has provided in the podcast has allowed people to form a trusting relationship with her and a, a bond because also in her podcast, she's her true self. She's showing her personality. She doesn't hold back. She is vulnerable and people resonate with that. So when she starts talking about programs that she's put together in her fitness gym, people want to join. And so because she's continued to do that for two years consistently, she has a flow of new potential clients who want to join her programs, want to join her fitness programs, want to start bodybuilding, which is crazy. You know, that's so exciting. And so she just benefited from it. Her podcast is called Boss Bitch Radio. <laughs> Love it. There yeah. you go. I'm, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there. If you are selling something, whether it's in our industry, I'm speaking, you know, mortgage, real estate, you're, to your point, it could be anything. And yes. I think it's a great branding marketing tool to help build and grow your business, but also to help build and grow you. I think right. that, you know, you, you start out and you're nervous, even with social media, just being on social media and videoing yourself and even just doing recordings. It's so challenging, but when you do it, it, it just expands us in so many ways. And I think this is one of those areas where it, it can help you with everything as it relates to your growth personally and professionally. Yeah, I would agree. And I would also say, I mean, being an avid, I'd said this in the beginning, being an avid podcast listener, I go all the time searching for new people or if somebody recommends a podcast, that's it shared all the time. Or if we have covered a topic and I run into somebody, I'm like, oh, I need to share this episode with you. 
this guest was really, I think it'll impact you. It's such a powerful way to communicate and reach people. But Alexis, I think this has been really informative. Is there anything we're missing that you would like to add? And also we kind of talked about, we want to take to address those that maybe they have a podcast going and they haven't had help. They've been doing it on their own. They definitely know the pain of managing it all. Is there anything else we're missing? Let me think about that. <laughs> I know I put you on the spot. <laughs> I just think that there's so much information and sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And I have gotten the reaction a lot from people that I know that have a podcast or started a podcast and they'll ask me certain things. How do you do that? And I'm like, well, we have Alexis, we have a podcast manager and there's a lot of them are shy. They go, really? I'm like, absolutely. That is not mine nor Christy's specialty of how to manage all of that. And I think to a point they might be a little scared or they mm -hmm. don't know who to reach out to. And I'm so grateful because Christy really kind of took the lead when we started of we're jumping into a field. We don't know. We need a coach. And it was the best thing we ever did because it was like, well, what is your podcast going to be like what you addressed earlier? And maybe you have started a podcast, somebody out there started one and they don't feel like they have a groove or they don't really have a message because they don't know. They kind of started down one thing and it really helped me to understand not everybody's going to be our audience. So who do you want your audience to be? But anyway, I'm kind of rambling here, but well, that kind of sparked something in your yeah, I did. Well, and, and for those who maybe do have a podcast or they're thinking about one, but they don't know where to start, sometimes too, starting with a strategy call with somebody is also very helpful. So you're not fully committed to this monthly ongoing management, but you have a one-time strategy where somebody can kind of look at your podcast, see how you're doing and kind of almost nitpick, you know, okay, you can work on this. Do you know, do you have clarity on this? Maybe if you focus here, then this will help you move forward. So maybe putting or getting on a strategy call with a podcast manager could be that step. Let's say you are interested in outsourcing. Maybe you start looking to see what's out there because let me just say there are podcast managers who offer a wide range of things. So there are some people who offer guest management. Some people offer video editing. Some people focus on email newsletters. It really depends. So when you're when you're out there searching for podcast managers, always ask for a portfolio. See what their work sounds like, what their work looks like. If they don't have a portfolio, I mean, I know everyone starts somewhere, but maybe that's not what you want. Maybe you want someone more established. So asking for a portfolio and asking all of those questions and asking what their workflow or process is like is very important because what is their turnaround time? If they can't turn around your episode within two days and you need it two days, you know, then that's not a good fit. Getting familiar with the person. Do you like their personality? I mean, yes, you're working remotely with each other, but communication is important when you work remotely. And if they don't know how to communicate, then this is going to be really, really hard. So I think for those already wondering like, okay, maybe I should hire help maybe get on a strategy call or even book a discovery call with the difference is, you know, free 30 minutes, chat with somebody, see if you have a good vibe with each other and then go from there. But it will take some trial and error as you work through, okay, who's going to be a good fit? Yeah. I mean, it really depends on what you need. There's so many podcast managers who offer different services and really focus on certain things. So, and some people are willing to work with you too. If, if they feel like they can bring you on, if they feel like you're a good fit and maybe they can make something work. It's definitely possible, but putting yourself out there is definitely the first step and just kind of accepting that there are people that can do it better than you. 
Like you <laughs> don't have to do it all. <laughs> and whether you think so or not that this person is going to mess up or whatever, well, give it a trial, see how it goes. Maybe give it a month. Okay. The month is a little bumpy. I don't know. Let me give it a second month. Okay. Second month is bumpy. All right. It's not a good fit. You know, it's, it's going to be a trial and error. And as long as you know that it's going to be okay, but um, it's all part of the the process. You're, you're finding your right fit. And then when you do find that right person, oh my goodness, it's going to be a godsend. You know, it's going to be so great. Patient. Finding a therapist. Yeah. You got to keep trying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it has been such great information. And I love a lot of the points that you said. And as far as I know, there's a lot of podcasters out there, but people want to hear from you, whoever that is to be unique and be yourself. And I just, I really appreciate you. I know Christy and I, you are a godsend to us and we are so, so very thankful. And I hope our listeners, anybody that is, maybe it's a goal for 24 that they want to start a podcast. Um, I was just going to say, like, for those of you that are like, it's, if it's your bucket list, we are your biggest cheerleaders. Do it. Yeah. Do yeah. more in 24 for your business. This is the way to go. And Alexis is amazing. And I know and you have multiple packages. So anybody who's considering it, we highly recommend reaching out to Alexis and seeing what she has to offer. Tell our listeners where they can find you and maybe just give an example of a package. So my website is my name, alexisarchuleta.com. There I have some of my packages, but an example of one would be like our, our podcast management package for four episodes in the month. Um, I provide audio and video editing. I write all the show notes. I add the relevant links that were included in that podcast episode. I create the social graphics. So whether it's audiograms with just audio or if we're doing reels, I'll put those together. I upload the episodes into the host platform and um, schedule those so that they can go live. If we have a website, I put it on the website, embed the podcast episode there with the show notes. And then I keep track each month with the episodes coming up, what our plan is, what, what do we have coming up that quarter? I will put that in a project management system so we know where we are in the process, whether it needs to be recorded, whether it's in recording whether it's scheduled, things like that. And then I recently started doing quarterly strategy calls and reviews of the show. So every quarter before the next one, we will kind of review what happened this last quarter. What do we want to do in this next quarter? And that way we have everything planned in advance and you're not going week by week, like, oh my gosh, I need to record an episode. What do I do? I don't have the time. So we try and plan that all out ahead of time. And so, yeah, that's my podcast management package. But we are excited to have you on the other end. Of the <laughs> Thank mic. you so much. I feel so nervous right now. Still, I'm sweating. You, you did awesome. <laughs> Thank You're you so fantastic. Much. And we will have again, we'll have all your information, contact information, and your free cheat sheet of all the things yes. we you can the packages you can go by. But Alexis, we're so grateful that you could be on today. And uh, this was really fun to hear from from you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. I can't wait to edit this. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. 